This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey, hey, happy Tuesday, everybody. You're watching Splash Pages. My name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. We have an awesome show scheduled for you. As always, the awesome Velvet Joker. Good evening, good evening. How's everyone doing tonight? Nice to be here. Velvet Joker here, the throwback king, here on another Tuesday night on Splash Pages, the award-winning <laughs> podcast. And we're going to have a great show tonight because it's Shocktober! So we're going to be talking about Deceased, and we have a guest tonight that is also involved in the haunt industry with a new project. So we're going to be talking to him a little bit later, and uh, uh, where's my buddy Drew at? Drew? Drew? Hi, oh, 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 we're on. Okay. Um, hi, everyone. Shocktober here. And uh, we've got a great show lined up for you. A lot of good stuff. Things that I wasn't even aware of till an hour or so. So this is news for everyone. But point being is we got Deceased. It's a great book. A lot, a lot to unpack there. And um, Happy Halloween has already started. So let's get spooky, vicious. Okay. Shocktober? Shocktober. Is that what we're officially calling it? Leo, there's many terms for October. You got Inktober, you got Shocktober. Um, Everybody else, help me out here because I'm drawing literally. You got Rocktober. Thank you. The Blanktober. You know, a Blanktober moment here. Mm -hmm. Listen, Leo, the point being is I understand you haven't been getting out as as much lately because for some reason you're like an autumn groundhog right now, but calm down. Okay. Welcome back. Stop yelling. And I'm yelling. I'm not yelling. It's pumpkin season. Okay. You it's jack-o'-lantern season. Okay. Let, let's just settle this one thing for splash pages. Okay. Pumpkin spice. Who who here is pro either it's either your pro pumpkin spice or your pro apple cider? Both. Apple cider. Okay. Apple cider. Although I will give an honorable mention, and I think we all can agree, pumpkin pie. We all can agree a good pumpkin slice of pumpkin pie. Always good. Oh, yeah. Pumpkin pumpkin pie, pumpkin uh, chai latte from Starbucks. Leo, you can have it, okay? 
Apple pie a la mode. Apple apple yeah. crumb apple pie. And uh, Facebook user says this. deadly season. Yeah, deadly grounds coffee if you Oh, it's also deadly yeah. season too. Oh, yeah. uh, I've been drinking pumpkin like uh for the past like three weeks now. Right. Pumpkin deadly grounds. Leo, it's not going, it's not gonna be gone, man. It's gonna come back. It's fall. Know. You know, you the way you sound like you're drinking it, like they're gonna endanger pumpkins. Calm down. You're getting two for ten at stop and you never know there could be a pumpkin shortage, you know. I, I just I, I, the price I is a pumpkin, it's going through the roof. Although I do want to show you guys something really great because we already decorated in my apartment, and I want to I want to share this with with us and our viewers. Can you see those lights above yeah. me right yeah. now? Are those yeah. okay. ghost lights? Yes, they are, but they are very special ghost lights. So I want everyone to see this. So, oh God, not see that. Like, <laughs> all right, pull up your pants, Drew. Pull up your pants. Shut up. <laughs> All right, ready? Can you guys see it? Yep. One, two, three. All right. All right. Nice. In your neighborhood. Ghostbusters! And it don't look good. So, thank you, thank you all, and those are uh, awesome. Thank you. What happens when your thank mom? You, thank you, thank you very we're much. We're all too invested in the season. <laughs> also, guys, I need to admit something before we get to the news. I have done a first for my October. I have finally watched the original Halloween. Oh wow! Yeah, for the first time ever. First time ever. All right. Yeah. Great. Absolutely. Have you seen any of the other Halloweens? No, I haven't. I am aware of them. So I know that at a certain point I need to stop watching because it just goes all downhill. So um, so, so actually, uh, I'm not a Halloween like major fan. I, I enjoyed the first one. Um, I didn't really care for the third one, but I know Brandon loves the third one. But apparently the last two that came out, like ignore what? Like everything. Almost everything, yeah. Yeah, basically, basically, Leo, there are four different timelines within the Halloween universe. I like how I've only watched one, and I know this. Um, uh, so you have the, the main one, which was Halloween 1 and 2, and then everything else up to that. Um, then you had Halloween H2O, which I think is kind of similar, because whatnot. And then you have the Rob Zombie one which is a completely different mike myers timeline and whatnot and that and then you have the, our current one which ignores all the events of of halloween except the first movie so it's literally a continuation of that first movie so there's no laurie is michael's sister there's no niece who is connected to him psychically there's no josh harnett uh uh nephew there's no Busta Rhymes. There's no Tyra Banks. There's no uh, Rob Zombie's wife in the movie, whatnot. There's no uh, Halloween four or five, the stupid cult one where they're like, oh, this is what happened. It's because of a cult that Michael is. I'm like, stop. How about the one he went in space? Uh, that's Jason X. Ah. Uh, 
yeah yeah common common mistake um but yeah i mean bringing back to my point about halloween you can tell that a lot of what that movie did became basically kind of slasher horror movie 101 and i did learn something really important leo that if we want to create something suspenseful in splash pages what we need to do is we have a suspenseful moment you just a couple of keys and then synthesizer it so you know we got a guest tonight i'm like wow i should, I should program that into the in the board you you should you, just, you know we could have that or we just do what we plan we save up the money and have Randy Newman do with a, a Splash Pages theme song. <laughs> you know, you got a nerd in me. You got a nerd in me. Uh, when the comics are turning gray, you got to listen to what Randy says to you. You know, well, since, you brought, since you brought it up, Drew, um, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if either of you guys tried the Munsters yet. Not yet. The I've heard things, I'm be I, I, I got I got through 30 minutes. I got through 30 minutes, and it, I, yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. That's, oh, okay. that's how far I got because because I, I couldn't watch any more. Not I, I have time. a I have a friend who's a big Monsters fan, and he watched the whole thing, and I believe his words were, "I want my two hours back." Mm -hmm. Um. Fortunately, I only forged 30 and, minutes, though. Yeah. Um, although I do know, speaking of horror, is that I believe this month we're supposed to get that new Wednesday series on Netflix. So I'm kind of curious to see about that, to be quite honest. I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued. Yeah. When, and, when uh, I don't they, think they've ever heard nothing. Wednesday looks good. Um also, we're supposed to be getting a uh, re-release of uh, Long Halloween, the mm -hmm. animated version. Right. I haven't seen that come out yet. Okay. Well, let's hope oh, they don't man. just give us flashes of the last one and really cheap yeah. it out as they have been known to do oh. on occasion. Well, no, supposedly they uh, there was some cut scenes that are going to be put back in that make it like a R rating. Mm -hmm. great great i mean i mean listen if people want to watch it that's fine we watched it i said my piece i'm moving on um so i do have to ask though before we get what guys it's a spooky season what are your required watchings for halloween movies like do you have any that you like to start with or do you just whatever you feel is spookiest well I mainly watch uh, the paranormal shows, you know, um, okay. that, that's normally what I watch. Um, well, you don't do, you don't do horror movies. No, no. Okay. okay. Rich, what about um, you? Um, uh, honestly, Drew, for me, um, I, I used to like a lot of the Michael Myers and Jason stuff when I was younger. Uh, mm -hmm. But as I got older, I felt like horror was just going for gross out. Okay. So, I kind of stopped watching that, but like if I'm in the mood for something in the Halloween season, you know, uh, mm -hmm. there's always the Simpsons. They always do their Halloween special and um, American Horror Story is great. Okay. Or some, or most m most of the seasons are great. I'll put it that way. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, but yeah, I, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I, we watch, watch a lot of the murder shows regularly. Like we just watch the Netflix Dahmer thing. And we really enjoy nice. that. So, you know, I just also remembered speaking of horror, something that I spoke with some friends about. There's a new Hellraiser that's coming out, I believe in October mm-hmm. via Hulu. And I saw the trailer and let me say, I'm pumped. Leo probably won't be able to sleep after he watches it, but I'm thoroughly <laughs> excited. It looks right on par with the first two movies. And I do know that the book's creator, uh, you know, the writer, Clive Barker, was more involved in this project than he has been on a lot of Hellraiser stuff. Um, but of course, Leo, the big thing with this is that this time where it looks like there's going to be a female actress playing the character who we dubbed Pinhead, but yeah. as Clive Barker would prefer us refer to him as the priest. So um, that's going to be great. And I'm, I'm sure when I see it, I'll, I'll probably give a small review here. But so that we've addressed the spookiness. So let's get to the news while we wait for our guest. Um, what's the news, guys? Who wants to go first? Well, uh, biggest thing we got going on right now is a uh, new Black Panther trailer dropped. And there's a lot in that trailer. There's so much in that. Like, wow. That is a, that's a, honestly, that's how trailers should be. I'm excited to see that movie a yeah. little bit more just watching that trailer. Well, yeah. so, I mean, obviously it, it's a trailer. So obviously spoilers, uh, but we get Namor with uh, the winged feet. And he, he's actually using them. I, I thought that would look totally goofy, but it actually looks badass. Right. And and on t- like when I saw him do the leaps. Yeah, that was yeah, kick-ass. That looks just like in the comics. Yep. You know, and, right. and you also get skeptical because let's be real here. Namor's costume is just ridiculous. I mean, it's literally just the bottoms of a swimsuit. But again, it it works. The way they've done it, and we talked about this, Rich, we talked about this the last show, Mm -hmm. the changes, the way they changed him, they still, it still works for the character. He's still a peep, he's still a ruler. He's still responsible. And clearly there's still an aquatic connection because it looked like he was flooding Wakanda. Yeah, and and that's a big deal because that was a huge moment in their in the, the the controversy between Atlantis and Wakanda, specifically during the Avengers vs. X-Men storyline in 2012. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's interesting that, that we bring that up. Um and I, I gotta be honest with you, like I'm I'm look I'm I when we saw our new Black Panther, I was like, yeah, you look great. Yeah, I, I'm pretty I sure that was really that, that looks like uh his sister. Yeah, very yeah. Sure. yeah. And we also get uh, Riri in uh, Ironheart Mark One. Yeah, I, I I gotta be honest. I need to see a little bit more. Yeah. I'm so so about the character myself. Um, again, if they do well with her, you know, hey, it's one of those where I'm walking in at hesitation. But if they do well with her, I'm like, okay, cool, another great Marvel mm-hmm. character. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. I'm aware of her, and I know sort of her her hit. Well, sort of her origin. But um, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm ignorant on her storylines, so uh, yeah, I'm excited to see yeah. a new character. We'll see. Um, so that's definitely the the biggest. Yeah, I mean, I literally just watched the <laughs> our <laughs> intro was going, so it's fresh in my mind. Um, it's but honestly, the it was the trailer itself. I mean, Ryan Coogler 
clearly is very passionate about the project. Everything still looks beautiful. Um, yeah, and there's a, a really nice scene with uh, Namor and um, Black Panther's mother looked very intense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be a really good movie. I can tell already. So um, go Marvel. So. Are there any any big news on the DC front? I know that they've been a lot of the news I've seen has still been very occupied with Dark Crisis, which I hear has been pretty big. Um, I, I keep know. seeing more and more revelations of why uh, Batgirl was canceled, and do, do we even care at this point? Yeah, that, that, that's exactly the thing, Rich. And I got to be honest with you, I, I I really don't pay too much attention to that. Even my my wanting to report it here. Mm -hmm. I just, to me, it's just fueling the rumor mill. And I still, I got to be honest, we talked about this. I still feel like it's kind of like what Deadpool did. Remember Deadpool was canceled and then mm -hmm. they leaked that footage and then suddenly, oh my God, this is amazing. Bring this movie back. And then, okay, cool guys, we're going to do the movie. And right. hey, Kyle. Hello. Hey, Good. how's it going, Kyle? Good evening. How Hold are on. you? Me... I see that everybody else has turned. I got to turn. <laughs> no worries yeah. no worries yeah exactly it's just everybody kyle <laughs> we'll sure uh, figure this out no worries uh while he no, figures it figures out his camera just real quick did you guys talk about uh wolverine last week yes okay we we, we popped two sets of claws it was a big okay. deal yeah we, our, our canada faces were very real <laughs> you know. so uh rich would you like to introduce your guest absolutely so um uh, I, Kyle, before I butcher your last name, I, I've said Pajuti for years, but you want to correct me real quick? Uh, it's Pajuti. All right. So Kyle no, Pajuti. Nobody gets it. Don't even worry. <laughs> the owner of Decimated Designs, which is a movie and prop and makeup company. They have all different kinds of services, which he'll tell us about, I'm sure. And he has a new product. And coming in with Halloween, he is involved in a New York City haunt. Cool. which is uh, pretty exciting. And uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, tell us what's going on, Kyle? Hi, how are you? Hey, buddy. Hey. All right, so first I'm going to hold, I think I'm the only one here on phone, so I'm just going to hold this. If it's a little shaky, I apologize. Um, it's okay. Yeah. You, can Clover, you can go Cloverfield with it, dude. It's fine. You know, get that shaky <laughs> camera angle. It's okay. <laughs> so, so now, Kyle, we, I know that you're, you're a makeup artist. You've made uh, huge props for Terrificon. Mm -hmm. You've built the biggest witch um, uh, statue in, in Salem, in, Massachusetess. As far, I mean, it's not official. No one has told me this, but I've, I've looked through Salem and we cannot find a witch statue that is larger than the one we made. So I'm calling it until somebody calls me out for it. Oh, all right, all right. I think Are that's still pretty impressive. Are you expecting someone to go to all the statues and just okay, bring it down? And I know you, you've you've worked on movies. You've gone to India to work on a movie. Mm -hmm. You got sick there. Well, I did, and so did everybody else. <laughs> on that, um, yeah. There's so many things to talk about. Um, so yeah, decimated designs, makeup, props, effects. We're we kind of like to be the guys that you come to when everybody else turns you down for a project. Like, oh, is this crazy enough for us? Great. We're the guys. Um right now we're opening uh this weekend we opened the haunt in New York City in Times Square. Oh, look at that. 
And what's that called, uh, Kyle? What is that? Publicity. Oh, man, the Thanos. Yep, we uh, built Thanos. What's, what's the name of the haunt in New York City? Uh, Terror Haunted House. Terror. Keeping it simple. <laughs> and and if, if I go to this haunted house and I am, quote unquote, not terrified, do I lodge a complaint with your company? Or is that just a sign about me and that I can't be scared right now? Well, dude, I'm just talking with you. There, there will always be people who go to haunted houses who are not scared. And there will always be people who go to haunted houses who are terrified. It's we are there to entertain you. So if you leave, you know, with a smile on your face, feeling that you've you've had a good time, that's all we can do. You know, uh, if if somebody comes in who's like a Marine who just got back from overseas, there ain't nothing we can do. Nothing. Um, but if we can make a couple jokes, maybe if we can have them see a piece of art then we've done our job fair enough so one, I work with you i i've worked at a haunt tile so i was just totally messing with you no worries i, <laughs> and I totally agree with you you know you never know what you're going to expect but it is really fun when you do terrify people i'm not yeah. gonna lie to you there's a sick joy especially if it's in a group because then somehow the fear causes them to huddle and run together and it's literally lambs to the slaughter because you just my this. favorite is we so we did a soft open last weekend and first time open we had someone pee themselves nice. and it's not the pee it's not people pooping themselves that really like makes my heart you know grow three sizes it's when you get an entire group of people that all fall over together <laughs> that's just the best because you're right they huddle and then one person goes and it takes everybody with them yep yeah, absolutely. Now, it's a, it's at a really interesting uh, building, isn't it, Kyle? Um, yeah, I I don't know the entire history. I know that it used to be a theater, and then it got split up into sections, and so now we're technically in, I guess, the lobby section of an old, 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 old uh, New York theater. We've got Madame Tussauds on one side of us. We've got Dave and Buster's on the other. A um, lot of history there, a lot of things that happen to move on their own or, you know, shadows I, out of the corner of your eye kind of stuff. I was about to say, my dude, that this sounds like a horror movie. Like, I've seen this horror movie. So you, you've seen some shit. That thing's haunted. So cool. So. We had one of our guys uh, actually just left uh, Six Flags Corporate to come work for us. Uh -huh. Cool. Very, very talented person. And it was the end of the night. We were finishing up, putting up some lighting. And we're like, all right, let's pack up. And he goes, wait, what about the lighting guy who's been up there? We go, there's nobody up there. There hasn't. And he swore he saw somebody for about 10 to 15 minutes that he thought was up adjusting the lights. We were only talking about them. We were just talking about what we wanted to do the next day. He thought somebody was actively up there. And ghost white when we told him. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. And what kind of square footage do you have, Kyle? Square footage. I know we're the largest. We're, we're technically the largest haunted house in New York City. I want to say it's 20,000 square feet, something like that. Big spot. Yeah. 
It's a nice big spot. Um, there are future plans uh, for the location. We'll be doing a Christmas show, a uh, holiday show, I should say. And then I don't think I can talk about what's coming after that quite yet. Oh. Um, but we'll be doing a big renovation and there will be immersive uh, theatrical experiences in there. So we're kind of turning it back into a theater from what it was. And it's not going to be a regular Christmas show, is it? Uh, this one, originally we had wanted to do something that was Krampus themed. And right. we kind of looked at it and said, not this year. So this year it will be family friendly. It'll be um, probably movie scenes. So like there'll be a Grinch scene. There'll be a Miracle on 34th. There'll be a Nightmare Before Christmas um, and do more like a, a family-friendly photo op kind of a thing. Okay. But in your defense, Krampus is family-friendly because he teaches kids <laughs> what happens when they behave like little shits. They get thrown in a sack, taken somewhere, and beaten with sticks. So they behave, right? What What's, what's the problem there? Like kids behave or evil Santa is going to beat you the fuck up. Boom. Done. Teach both sides. If you're going to teach Santa, you got to teach Krampus. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, See, Kyle, I told you, like... you're, you're amongst friends. <laughs> Thank you. So I have a few. So, Kyle, I do have a question. So, because yeah. you do a lot of props and stuff. So, I have three questions. The first mm -hmm. one is what is something about, you know, your business making props and everything that is totally true? Or something that people think is true and you just want to myth bust the shit out of it. Number two, what is the coolest thing you've been asked to make or do? And Thanos statue definitely would count, but you don't have, if it's not that, it's fine. And what's something that you're like, if someone said, hey, can you make this for me? You'd be like, Futurama, shut up and take this money. I got you. Like, Okay. So, the, I mean, the number one thing I always tell everybody is time. Nobody understands how long it takes to make something. That's just, it, it, if you're talking myth busting, um, there is the amount of money that you have to throw at something. And this is true even more so now that I'm working in New York City. Uh, I right. just got off a phone call asking if I can do makeup for 200 people on Halloween on top okay. of doing the haunt. No. Um, the answer is no until you throw enough money at me. Right. If you throw enough money at me, I will make the world move. But it's going to be New York City money, and it's going to be a lot. Yeah, and you um, a team on the most expensive night of the year. Exactly. Right. 100%. And, you know, it's, it's, there's the, the triangle, right? The pyramid. It's either cheap, uh, fast, or good. You can only pick two. Yep. Absolutely. So if it's cheap and fast, it's not going to be good. If it's cheap and good, it's not going to be fast. And whatever the third one is, because I can't remember the combinations. Uh, fast and good, it's not going to be cheap. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, so the one that I got asked to make that like was like, okay, yes, we got this. Um. I have a thing for Ghostbusters. I don't know if you can tell. Actually, yeah. <laughs> you, oh, my God. 
Um, my shop, I mean, I'm looking at two Slimers, three Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and I have the Hasbro Proton Pack on order that will arrive next year. I, I, guys, when he's done talking, should I show him? I feel like I should show him, right? Okay, yeah. Kyle, we're, we're done. There's, I, We have a lot of similarities, but continue. Okay, okay. So we, believe it or not, in, I got college credit to make a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man costume. Uh, it was, you know, costume making class. It was an art thing. It was like a whatever. But I got college credit to make the Stay Puff suit. And I did it just using upholstery foam. And I made a pattern out of it. And I, when I was done with it, I put it up online. Uh, so a bunch of people took the patterns and made their own. Somebody made a, a baby version and they put those patterns up. So it became like a whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then I got involved with a shadow cast group in New York city. You know how they sometimes do Rocky horror with it playing behind them yeah. and they act it out. In front. I, know I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the the I mean, I'll name Minions of Gozer. The great people yeah. love working with them. Um, mm -hmm. I wish they were still around. But yep. so we made a really nice suit. Um, instead of upholstery foam, we used L two hundred, which is what they originally made Stay Puffed out of, or at least his body out of. Um, yes. Coated in a, a latex acrylic silicone, all kinds of stuff. So from there, um, somebody saw that. And we made a 13-foot version, which went to St. Louis. And then that guy fell off the face of the earth, so nobody even saw it. We just shipped it out. And then from there, the epic rap battles of history people found us and said, we're doing the Ghostbusters versus Mythbusters. So we made the Stay Puff suit for them. Oh, my God. And then we happened to be at Transworld. I happened to be wearing... The Transworld Halloween sweatshirt at the moment, and yes. somebody came up to our booth. Uh, so Transworld is the largest Halloween haunted house trade show in the world. Cool. And Chicago, our booth, what's that? Chicago, isn't it? Uh, St. Louis. St. Louis. Oh, okay. They, they've they switched it in its early days. It was in Chicago one year, um, but it's been in St. Louis. I think the last ten or so. Wow. Okay. Um. So we're there and this guy comes up to me and he go and he's looking through my little portfolio of stuff and he goes, oh, stay puffed. Did you did you get that licensed? And I'm freaking out because it was used in these things. And I just I'm still a kid and I don't know. And I go, um, no, no, it wasn't. He goes, you want to get it licensed? We're opening a New York show and we need someone to build the suit. I'm like, OK, we need to talk. So we go and talk. He opened the Ghostbusters experience in Dubai and they were going to, this is 2015, 2016. They were going to open the Ghostbusters immersive experience in New York city. Right. And we were talking, we had budgets. We were starting to write up the contract and I'm like, this is my jam. Now I have money to make a state puff suit. And this is what I've always wanted. And it's awesome and great. And then the entire thing got shut down because somebody decided to make a new movie in 2016 that didn't involve any of the original stuff. Right. So they couldn't do the original experience. So 11th hour, it all got shut down. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Shattering. I know. How far did you get on it? Did, did you start it? 
we did not start it. We were in the nothing gets built until contracts are signed. Right. Um, so we had done pricing. We've done material like getting the material orders ready because uh, it was going to be a whole different style of build because like the suit in the film, even by the time they were done filming it, it had turned yellow because of you know oxidization and exposure to yeah. uv light and all this kind of stuff so we had to come up with something that looked like the original that looked like marshmallow that um would hold up to daily use to people sweating in the costume to new yorkers you know i don't know running up and vomiting on it um there. so we had some really high-end expensive materials it actually I think came close to the cost of the original suit, even though there were no animatronics or anything in it, right. just because of the the materials that had to be used. Wow. Well, yeah. And they were going to pull the trigger. <laughs> I'm so mad. Still mad about that one. Yeah. Um, what and and what's the thing like again? If if someone offered it to you, you'd be like, "Yes, we're doing it." I mean. I'd probably, I'd probably still have to say, I mean, there's a lot of those. They're filming a new Ghostbusters. So anything they need, I'm here. I'll be right. in New York City if they need anything. Um, right. I think if Halloween Horror Nights came calling, I would probably jump on that. Um, okay. You know, certain films, um, you know, if they said, oh, we need you out in California, great. Uh, I had such a good experience in India. I would go back in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. um, that's a that's a tough question because there's so many things I want to do. Yeah, because you're still Fair a baby. <laughs> I don't so, know about all that. So, Leo, Rich, should I show him? Right, I should show him. Right, go, go for it. it. Yeah, go for okay. it. Yeah. So. Uh, there's that little Ghostbuster shrine. Right okay, there. I see all the pops. Yep, and that the one on top is actually a custom pop of me. I'm a, I'm a Ghostbuster cosplayer, and then got my little Ghostbuster wall there. Very nice. Yep, yep, and then and then and then um, let's see those ghosts up there. Uh, if you if we press the button, they'll play the song and sing. Okay, and. You brought the proton pack. I I built my own myself. And, it's the uh, one. It's the one thing I've never had the time. I wish I could build my own, but at this, you know, I've got the Hasbro one ordered. Yeah, that thing. Listen, it took me a year, man, and it oh, is. I bet. It is literally. It was the most difficult thing I've ever had to do in my life. I, I had to order all the pieces. I was like, this is so much more difficult than Legos. I was like, Legos. Yeah. Put it together but now i'm like i got a glue and um well yeah, here's, here's a question do they do they have so like for star wars fans i know there's a r2 builders guild does the ghostbusters have like a guild for like proton packs like Not uh, really well, essentially what they have is they have kits for ghostbusters like you can buy certain kits which will have like essentially give you recommendations they'll have blueprints out the goal is for you to make the pack but, you know, and you can, and there are websites that you can go to ghostbustersprops.com is one, one place. You can buy the stuff and it's custom made that it looks like it's from the movie. And then essentially it's, you buy it, you assemble it yourself. 
So it's literally like your little proton baby. Yeah. So that's, you know, and uh, there are different ones and whatnot. And then anything custom, like if you want a real Ghostbusters and extreme Ghostbusters, you want something from the 2016, you want to build a slime blower. That's a little harder to come by, but it's not impossible. So either you can do, you can pay someone like our guest over here to do it, in which he'd be glad to, but it's going to cost you buku money. Oh, yeah. You know, but, you know, but again, not, he's not, you know, it's not like, oh, that'll be $10,000, you know, but it'll not be, yeah, I can do that for 500. Get the fuck out. <laughs> you know, a proton we... pack, at least to build one successfully, it costs at least two, two to five grand. Easy. Especially oh, easy. if you want lights and sound. Because that, you know, depending on, but especially it depends on how, because some people can do it on that. Some people want to take their time as our guest would love to do, because he wants to make that shit legit. So, you know, you're going to make that shit look pretty as hell because it's going to the ball. So the pack that they use, the frame that they build, that everybody builds their pack on the Alice frame. Yes. It also happens to be perfect for giant puppets and giant costumes because it's just it's so easy to work with it's true. um but because of all the cosplayers they routinely sell out in the u.s you mm -hmm. cannot find a um army navy surplus that'll sell you the alice pack because it's from the military so yeah. at one point we actually had to ship them in from china and china yeah. has minimum orders so in the back of my shop just sitting here waiting for puppets to be built on them are about a dozen black Alice frames that now I'm kind of like, am I going to be selling them to cosplayers when the new Hasbro pack drops and everybody needs them and nobody can find them? Yep. You will. And you'll, and, oh, you're yeah. gonna, and let me just tell you, you can just <laughs> make that rain, that proton money, my dude. Like, because because it's literally a field of dream situation. If if you if you you sell it, they will come. <laughs> well, also the the Hasbro pack, uh, they stopped taking pre-orders for that, right? Yes, they did. It got so quickly, and I, I chose not to, and I and um, I kind of regret that. But my girl was like, "You already have one proton pack. Do you really need another?" And I'm like, "My heart says yes, but my pocket says no." <laughs> um, but I plus on top of let's be real here a couple of years down the line someone's going to be selling it for like 200 bucks and I'll be like I'll take it like sometimes Leo it's just about waiting yeah you know especially when you're already a Ghostbuster you were like please like y'all y'all have fun absolutely <laughs> you know? so Kyle now you've been involved in haunts for way over a decade what would you say the level of this new project is for you is this like the top you've ever done So New York City is an animal. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a completely different animal. Um, it's, this is being run like a theater. We have a front of house manager. We have a house manager. We have a cast manager. We have a lighting person. We have a sound person. I'm not used to that. Um, it's been very, very nice because I can kind of manage all these people and because they're from Broadway, I'm still imparting the knowledge of, you know, okay, here's how you use a boo box. Here's how you connect DMX from a haunt prop to your system, stuff like that. 
Um, so in, in many ways, it is the most high level haunting I've done. Um, I would say we've been involved with projects that were a slightly larger scale. Uh, we did one up north of Salem, Massachusetts, that was in the woods, that we built an entire mansion out of uh, shipping containers. And the, the budget for this and the budget for that are actually very similar, but because it's New York City, it's a different, it's a whole different thing, you know? Um, I think what you're seeing... What you're seeing this year is a first-year haunt in the most visible space in the world, in Times Square. Um, I'm very excited about this. I think we're going to have a ton of people running into the streets of Times Square. Um, but I'm even more excited for what's going to come in the future. Because the plans for this place are insane. Being able to do a haunt in what is essentially a black box theater that is set up specifically for this and specifically to bring an environment to life. There's just, there's no other place that does that. Right. That sounds incredible. Now, yeah. uh, now your, your regular business, the decimated designs is in Northern Connecticut. And now you have had to temporarily relocate to New York city. I just came back from a two week stint down there before that it was another week. Uh, and then I'll be heading down tomorrow <laughs> for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and coming back Monday, Tuesday. So it's, we're, I'm working out of both locations at the moment. Um, pretty much until new year's, I am primarily living in New York city. Are you getting any sleep? <laughs> Believe it or not, New York City does sleep. All the restaurants do close. Um, and my rule with them is that I get eight hours of sleep. I made that a rule. <laughs> no matter what. No matter what happens. I don't care if we work till five o'clock in the morning, which we have. The next day, I roll over and I get my eight hours. Right. That's, gotta, that's been my one. Not, I'll, I'll work to the bone, but that's work it. Work till five, but you'll wake up at one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's been, it's been a lot of fun. The last couple haunts I've done, I've been the guy. I've been the one running it. I've been the one owning it, operating it, doing social media, build, lighting, sound, and just being able to kind of like manage and stay in my lane. You know, I don't have to do anything with social media for this one. And it's amazing. Yeah, because you, you're a partner in this project, correct? I am. Uh, I think I end up as a co-producer or something like that. I don't know the official title, but uh, production manager, head of makeup, and somewhere along the lines of like co-producer or assistant producer. I don't know how they name the producer roles. Yeah, as long as the check keeps coming. Yes. So, name it again. Rich, do you have this information? Because I feel like... After we're done, I'm going to see if he has any job openings because this all sounds fantastic. <laughs> and yeah, Kyle, Kyle is good. Um, we, we've become friends. Um, I, I've met him through Terrificon from I think oh. the first, the first 
first, I think he did, you did the first year, right? The first year at Mohegan Sun? I've done every year of Terrificon except this last year. Right, right. Right. Um, so, you, let's see, you, so you did, you did Thanos. No, you did, yeah, you did the Thanos statue. Mm -hmm. You did the Galactus head. We did the Galactus head, which is now down in New Jersey. Oh, really? Um, the Where Galactus, we just opened, well, we just uh, built a bunch of stuff for ANS Comics in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. They got Galactus, Venom, Hulk, and a, a four-foot-tall Goku Funko Pop. Nice. Now, how do you fabricate all that stuff? So let me just tell you, you know, in, in the next hour entirely how I do every single thing in the shop. Um, what's, the, what's the, I mean, what's the, I'm assuming yeah. it's designed on a computer. And yeah, then so, so Galactus home or do you print it or is it a combination thereof? Galactus is a little bit different. So we did Galactus and I don't know if you have a picture of the, um, Attack on Titan head, the the colossal Titan we did. Uh, I'll take a look. I'm uh, going through your Facebook uh, or Instagram actually, and uh, just real quick, I think this is Tom from Deadly Grounds. Says uh, Kyle is serious talent. Deadly Grounds was lucky to have him create our zombie spokesperson. That would be probably Tom. Yeah, yeah. Tom was great. I love that. Um, that was my first time. There's a company that use uh, called RBFX that does really, really high-end prosthetics. That was my first time getting to use one of those. The edges just lay down like butter. It was so nice. That commercial turned out so well. Yeah, and uh, Kyle did my suicide smile. Uh, I think that was mm -hmm. 2018, 2019. There you go. Yeah. Nice. That's Love that one. Uh, a haunted house somewhere middle of the country bought that. They didn't even know what it was. Nice. But they just, you know, when you throw money at something, it's yours. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so he's so a very talented young man. But Thank seriously, you. though, if you guys need someone to get coffee, I'll get coffee. <laughs> like, <laughs> all sounds really great. Do you need haunt actors, Kyle, or are you guys all full? I think we're full at the moment. It's not my job to hire them. We have a hiring manager. It's crazy. There you go. Cool. I'm gonna. He's going to give me information. I'm going to reach out. <laughs> yeah. That I can do. That I can. Well, you know, if everybody's interested, I do have your website uh, information and show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching yeah. or listening to us. And it's uh, Decimated Designs. And I think that's uh, just your website as well. Yeah, DecimatedDesigns.com. Yeah, if, if you search Decimated Designs or Get Decimated, you find us pretty much everywhere. Okay, nice. cool. Nice. Yeah. I found you them on the TikTok. Yeah. It was you, right? We were talking about the um, the the other Joker. Yeah, the yeah, TikTok yeah, Joker. yeah, yeah. You met him, and then I. I... We randomly, I I took my girlfriend to Times Square. We had a whole like nice thing for her birthday. Went to see Phantom of the Opera and dinner and everything, and then we went to see the lights. Is it the Madison Avenue Christmas lights or tree or whatever? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we just see this dude on a skateboard dressed up as Joker Santa flying by and we get to the lights and he's there taking pictures. So I'm like, Oh, this would be funny. We'll take pictures with the guy. And then he absolutely blew up for not all the right reasons. If you, I don't know if you've looked into him. He's a crazy, crazy man. 
Yeah, um, I I've seen some of his posts, but I haven't seen anything like too outrageous. But I haven't dug too far into him. So his name, I'll just start with his name. Um, straight Drop Lace. So Lace is a reference to graffiti. Leave every can empty. Or leave all cans empty. Lace. Okay. But Straight Drop is something you do when you're doing, um, what is it, crack or cocaine? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's... Yeah. Learning something uh, new so... every day, just a very weird encounter with a guy in the middle of New York and now it's like blown up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's very big on like, t t he's, he's on all TikTok, YouTube, he's everywhere. Um, and there were a bunch of kids cause I do delivery all over Massachusetts and uh, you know, I've got the green hair and they, they kept being like, are, are you the TikTok Joker? And I would, you know, I've still had my, my mask on that has the Joker smile and everything. And I just wouldn't tell him for a while. And so I'd put up a couple posts that I'm not that guy, but yeah, it was just weird. He's it's, he has like a weird following. Yeah. Um, he, for a while he was buying crab legs for homeless people. Mm -hmm. Um, he. Yeah, was like, going in, like there's, there's video wrapped it in his image. Like he wrapped it. He was on the Daily Show at like spring break. I want to say Miami, jumping on a car, yelling about how COVID is fake. Mm. weird weird like joker the the joker brand does not need that kind of energy right i agree um but yeah <laughs> interesting so th this is this is the newest project right kyle or is the there something haunt? else the haunt do you have anything else in the works um we always have stuff in the works uh what can i talk about is the question uh end of the month the uh, the movie we shot in india comes out what is that called? That is Kumari. Kumari. And I believe it's, I, I, I think I'm saying it right. Okay. It could just be Kumari, but I think it's Kumari. And, and is it a horror? It's, it's I, I don't know how to describe it. I really don't. Okay. There are horror aspects. It is mostly drama turned up to 11, but there's also religious aspects to it. There's cultural aspects to it. Um, there's the whole, you know, it's 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 talking about the arranged marriage situation in India, mm -hmm. and it's very much against it. But then it has this overarching hundred-year yeah, religious thing. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very complex movie. Sounds like. It's a very complex, and then the trailer has parts of it that I never read in the script. It seems like now they've turned it into a, a storybook kind of a thing, where this mm -hmm. is a tale that happened, which was never in the script, but um, fits very, very well to what we shot. And the trailer looks beautiful. The shooting was beautiful. The dailies were amazing. Um, How long were you out there shooting? I ended up out there a little bit over a month. Um, we were shooting for three weeks and then coming back into the U S I tested positive for COVID and hunkered down in a five-star hotel <laughs> for 10 days, which was not hard at all. How, um, was your, how was your level of sickness when you got it? 
not bad at all. A little bit of the sniffles, a little tired. Um, I had a weird, this is my second time having it. Weird symptom where my eyes, the tops of my eyes got bruised. Like it looked like I had black eyes, but on the tops of my eyes. Wow. Um, but it kind of worked out because at the time that I was supposed to fly back, uh, was it Yemen was firing missiles at the United uh, UAE, United Arab Emirates, which is where Dubai is, which is where my layover was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I don't mind waiting this out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. <laughs> you know, I go to shoot a movie and end up in the middle of an international conflict. Right. right, um, right. So, so no, no movies in Ukraine or Russia anytime soon. No, actually, they tried to send me to Russia on the flight back. They're like, oh, if we do this, we can get you in a day earlier. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, we're not doing that. And this was before Ukraine had really started, you know, picked up. This was back in January. Mm -hmm. But just the entire thing, you know how they say, like, you know, you travel abroad and you you really get a visual on what the U.S. is. Um, I was in the communist region of India shooting a movie mainly – like directed produced by um indian men who live in the u.s but shooting it on holy land where communists tend to be atheists so there were all these conflicts about like this is a communist region but a a hindu temple so you have to like pay the hindu temple to shoot but you have to pay the communists like basically bribes to be able to shoot there. And then they like made a deal where it's like, Oh yeah, we've got craft services. Anytime you or your, you know, compadres want to come and have food. It's, it's open to you. So I'm sitting there eating one day. Um, Craft services had to be on the other side because meat is not allowed in the Hindu temple. And most of them are not Hindu. So everyone's eating meat. And I'm just sitting there eating with a guy and, you know, talking as much English as he can and trying to pick up stuff. And the guy leaves and the producer comes over and sits next to me and goes, oh, yeah, for a while he was the most wanted man in India. He murdered a ton of people. And I'm just like, (laughs) I'm glad you told me after. Because if you had told me while I was in the middle, I think I would have just ran. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. Now, um, is the director Nirmal Sadev? Uh, Nirmal Sahadev, I believe. Sahadev. Okay. I and again, I could be butchering these, uh, but Nirmal, yeah. Um, and then the producer, uh, Jiju, um, he also he has a couple of things that are out on Amazon right now that are doing very, very well. Um, it's going to be a long movie. Um, you know, I know there's here in the U S we talk about like, Oh, the Snyder cut and being cut up and should have been episodic and whatever. But like every movie in India has an intermission. Wow. That's so cool. So this, I'm guessing it'll probably be like two and a half hours, um, with the intermission. Um, it's going to be translated. I think they said into 12 different languages. None of which are are English. (laughs) So we'll get it in subtitles. Um, I want to do some screenings of it. I'm hoping to 
are you are you i don't know much about two of you i know a little bit about the third is are you in connecticut or are you in massachusetts where are you guys at leo's in connecticut he's by you and, okay uh, he's, he's up in the hartford area no nope. westchester new york uh, new york yeah new york yeah drew's down okay. in westchester so he he'd be apt to go down to the haunt for sure thanks um, at some point, I do want to do a like rent out a theater or even uh, if I can get the drive in theater and mm -hmm. do a screening and just invite everybody. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, you think of what, like Mansfield or, or are you looking in New York or? Um, my guess is Mansfield is probably too expensive to rent out. Uh, the Southington drive in right here near me. They do all kinds of charity events. Um, that's kind of what I was thinking. Nice. But if enough people, hey, if we charge, you know, like five bucks a head, get Mansfield and have the nice little snack bar they have there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One. <laughs> I'll come on down. I'll, I'll make the drive. You. Nice. Sounds fun. And then we pick a, a horror movie and we do a double feature. Yes. <laughs> make it a whole. All right. Very enthusiastic. And so is anything else coming out? Oh boy. Um, we, I have a secret project. I know, I, I know it sucks to like tease about these kinds of things, but it's like, it's the one that's thick. It's the thorn in my side. Cause it's mm -hmm. the one that I most want to show people right now. Okay. Um, we, we got approached by a company that is, um, not everybody's favorite. Okay. Um, and they kind of said to us, like, hey, we need big, weird, crazy, bloody things. Mm -hmm. You make weird, bloody things. You don't have to put our name on stuff. You know, when you share pictures, we won't put your name on stuff. And we just went, sure. You know, it's not. Um, Is it an existing property? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. It's not. I mean, it's nobody. It's not like, oh, the. Republican National Convention or anything like that. It's just no, one I, of those. I mean, when I say it's an existing property, I mean, not that it is this, but I mean, it was like the Predator or, you know, a, a series that already exists that we're aware of. Or is this oh, something it's, totally it's, it's an existing company. We'll say that. Okay. Okay. Um, and their stuff kind of sucks. And we've been working to improve it. Um, and this thing that we made, we've done some little stuff for them that's gotten a little bit of attention here and there. And this one, I think it's part of a campaign that they're doing that's already existing. Mm -hmm. But they did it in Photoshop. And what we did was make those Photoshops real. And okay. I think it's going to be nuts when, when I think a lot of people are going to be talking about it. I don't think anybody's going to care about the campaign. So, but I think when people start seeing the things we made for it, um, it's it's going to be one of those water cooler kind of kind of topics. And to do what we did, we developed new processes with 3D printing and 3D scanning. Um, there were things that people said, the materials that people said could not be painted that we figured out how to paint that once this comes out, you know, that kind of information I'd, I'd like to share in the cosplay forums and stuff. Cause it'd be really helpful. Um, but I just have to keep everything under wraps until it comes out. Sure. Absolutely. I fi I figured it out. 
Did you? Well, you said it's a property that not not too many people care about. It's going to be a giant Morbius, and it's going to be a Morbin time theme, right? Leo, we Leo, he has not given us any NDAs. Don't create a problem where it doesn't need. There's no Morbin time. Okay, I swear to God, man. If we could make it better, if we could make it better than we did, I'll just say that. There's no way you could have made Morbius better, sir. With all due respect. Okay, sorry. sorry. Do you do you talk about movies? Have you talked about how much of a mess that movie is? Yes, not, not in depth. Not in depth. Yes, we have. We have okay. discussed it, and and let me tell you, we're not going to go any further. We're not going to dig up like Stone tried. Let's put it back in the theater. <laughs> um, and I was yeah, you have to think ass. though. What kind of friggin' marketing marketing department thought that was a good idea? You know, it's a meme, so it must be popular. I don't think it cost them much to do it, though, to put it back in theaters. I think it was. I think it was an experiment. I think they were trying the only thing they could to make a dollar on, you know, what is it? Um, China, China turd, polish a turd. Yep. Listen, my man, I would give them $20 if they could just take it out completely and then put it and go take it old yeller style, bring it out back and shoot it. Okay. I don't, just you know, but you gotta, you, if you're gonna do a full MC, MCU view party, Vulture shows up, so you gotta include it. <laughs> it is. Um, Kyle, I say this with all due respect to you, and I admire you greatly at this time. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I talk positive? Because there's one, anytime I talk uh, on any podcast that, that is is talking, um, you know, comic book culture, have you talked about Legion? No. No. We should. I will talk for hours about how good that show is. It was so, a great show, absolutely. Yeah. So and, whenever uh, you want to do a, a deep dive, you you give me a call and include me in that one. Well, well, Kyle, do you remember the the, the character that was uh, half woman and then half the professor? And they kind of yeah. like merged at different times. She is the young lady who was the star of Prey. In Prey, and it's amazing. She's so good. Uh, Prey is She's so good in Prey. Kyle, we'll make you a deal. You, when we, if we do that, you come on. I only have one request. At some point, you randomly put on circular glasses and a fence. It's my only request. Yes. I don't have them with me. No, I don't have them with me. Guys, okay. For those who don't know who I'm referencing, in Legion, we see many references to the famous X Men nemesis, aka the Shadow King. Again, it's Amal Farouk, who is most known for his dark circular sunglasses and his fez. So thank you. Uh, you. So I'll take some of your nerd card up there and across there. Kyle, you're fine. You're the guest. Okay. The, so, no, call your the, one, the one cosplay that has been in the back of my mind that I like actually, if I when I have time to make something for myself, uh, I want to be the venomized kingpin. Oh, wow. Because that's, and if you look, because I was looking for 
um, a Farouk action figure, you know, something to put on my desk. And the only thing I could find online is somebody who took a couple of different action figures, specifically the Kingpin, and kind of fused them together and, yeah, did a mashup on their own. That's awesome. Because, uh, yeah, now you've got me thinking that if I were to do the Venom Kingpin, that I'd already have the suit and I could modify it into a Farouk. There you go, Venom Farouk. Listen, uh, on top of it, any ex-classic X-Men fan would know exactly who you are and would be like, this guy ain't nothing to fuck with. We got to shut this guy yeah. down. Yeah. Got, you know, literally, you know what you just got to ask? You just got to keep looking for Charles and just like, <laughs> I'll put you back in that wheelchair, bitch. Like, what? Don't fuck with this, Shadow King, what? No, what you got to do is you do that, you go to a con, you get a photo with Chris Claremont, which is like, hey, Dad, how you doing? I'm gonna kill you now, but it's good to meet you. Um, but no, do it, man. Why not? Go nuts. Go crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Kyle, what what are you watching now? Uh, I think I just caught up on She-Hulk. Uh, I just because I haven't I've been away for three weeks. I am so far behind. Um, I just so I just did in the last three days. Caught up on She-Hulk. Caught up on Rick and Morty. Yes. Uh, I watched oh, Hocus Pocus God. two, Sorry. and I slogged through the monsters just to say that I've done it. I only got through thirty minutes. So yeah, you, you, this being your field, shit all over Rob Zombie for us. Hey, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. let's not. Hey, hey, hey. let's. It, he's entitled to his opinion. No, come on. This is his professional opinion. Okay. The makeups were good. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to have a problem with that. There were a couple moments where you could see the edge right there when he's moving. And the cut that was right there on his jaw, every on, now and on then Herman? it... On what's Herman? that? On Herman. On Herman. Yeah, yeah. Um, every now and then there were little things you could see that moved. But other than that, uh, I... I I don't want to go back to watch this a second time, but I swear there's one scene where like Lily is supposed to be white to like a lavender. And I swear there's one scene where she's just flesh tone that they just didn't, they just didn't bother. And they were like, Oh, we'll color correct in post or something like that. And never did. Um, Cassandra Peterson was wasted. You put Elvira in there and you put a stupid witch nose on her. Spoiler alerts, by the way. Maybe should have said that. Sorry. That's fine. Um, yeah, as, as a makeup artist, it was good. Uh, I will say that. I had problems with the lighting early on because it's just it's harsh green and blue and purple and orange and red. Um. But that is the slowest movie I have seen in a decade. Nothing happens. Ask anybody who has watched it what the plot of that movie is and watch the confused look that slowly spreads across their face. Well, it just seemed that Lily needed a man. That seemed to be at least. The but that wasn't the plot. No, that no. wasn't the plot. The plot was like she needed a man and then the home but then the home was only an issue for a minute. Right. All right. They solved, they solved the, like, 
you go into it thinking that it's going to be grandpa versus Herman Munster, you know, vying for who gets, you know, to marry Lily. And that's done in the first half of the movie. And then the second half is, again, spoilers, we sold the house. The house got taken, but then that gets solved. Like, it's not even an issue. It's literally just them living their lives for two hours. Right. Um, Grandpa is good. He's, I'll say Grandpa's the best character in that movie. I've heard that. Um, it, it just... And Rob Zombie has a lifelong love of the Munsters property. How did how has this not been a script in his mind for like 20 years? This felt like it was written on the fly. Like they they shot a bunch of improv stuff and they're like, here are the makeups, here are the locations. We'll figure out what the plot is later. And then the editor was just like, well, we got to fit fill two hours. Let's leave this in and leave that in. Who cares? I'm mad about that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Pretty clear, buddy. I, yeah. know Le- I know I heard legally he was not allowed to do it in black and white, but that's no excuse for the rest of the movie. I I was fine with the colors of them. You know, the monsters are in color in the movie or movies. In at least one movie, they are in color. Right. Um I was fine with the color. There were certain things I was fine with, like uh, the the rock and roll band stuff was okay. But then there's there's a whole song and dance number that just was just a filler, and it wasn't good. Um, there's a, a whole vacation thing that didn't need to happen. If it were me, if we were going back in time and you put Kyle in charge they if you take that and you cut it from 2 hours down to 1 hour and you say this is the introduction to a TV show that Rob Zombie is going to be making then you can make it passable this is a setup this is a prequel this is going into what we're doing but not you know a thing to be stood on its own right then it's okay but sure. it's such a mess up you know a lot of people have been saying like Oh, the ending leads right into what could be a good a good thing, and I'm like, I don't want Rob Zombie touching it again. This one was so messed up that just leave it alone. Sure, move on from the property. Yeah, leave it as its classic self. Um, have you all watched Hocus Pocus two yet? Uh, not yes. yet. N- no. No. Uh, what's that? Oh, yeah, I watched it already. Uh, thoughts? Uh, you know, I, that good. It huh? was entertaining. No, no, no. It was no. It's just Leo. It's it's again. I don't want to spoil anything in case any of our viewers have yet to watch it. Um, normally, I just have a policy that I kind of wait at least two, three weeks because then I can say, "Hey, everyone had some time." Um, I say it's fine. Honestly, it was entertaining. It to me. I know some people are like, "Oh, that was better than the original." Um, whatnot for me, I was fine with it. My my criticisms are more near how certain characters were handled and the ending. Um, <laughs> it didn't need a cut scene at the end. I uh, will say that that was some sequel bait if I've ever seen it. Um, 
you know, Bette Midler and 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 the two awesome actresses, of course, who played the sisters, um, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Nimbley, uh, you know, the Sanderson. Yeah, who I, again, adore, love her, love her from Sister Act. She was great. Um, they're, they're great. Um, don't really see these new characters going anywhere. Um, yeah. Certain things I felt were wasted, but I mean, I've watched worse live action Disney movies. Um, it was fine. It was, you know, yeah. I people who are fans will enjoy it. Um, I know some people who really love Hocus Pocus. Me, I'm like, I saw it. I'm fine. I don't feel like I need to see it again, but happy Halloween, bitches. I think it was good. I don't think it was classic. This is something I've said to people before, again, being a fan of movies. I feel a lot of modern movies don't have that long-term longevity that a lot of classic movies do. And simply because a lot of them would rather play it safe and on bank on things like nostalgia and familiar formulas instead of trying something new simply because of being afraid that, that, that it'll fail. Yeah. And that is to blame. And then Hollywood now is to blame for that because it's it's better following genre, following formulas because they're guaranteed safeness. You know, you will make a profit. You could have another one. You'll get paid. It's cool. We're beyond an era where people take chances. You know, the ones that take more chances are independent films. They're yeah. taking a lot more chances. And, you know, um, movies are just too expensive to waste going into the theater. If you really are passionate about a film, go. Me, I am so glad I didn't see Morbius in theaters because I would have just demanded a refund as about as quick as I did for Matrix Revolutions. Because, no. Um, but that's my feelings on that. That's my two cents. Yeah, uh, sure. A lot of modern day movies don't have that rewatchable longevity. Like we were just talking about classic horror movies to watch this season. I just watched Halloween, the original, for the first time. Great. So glad I finally got that done. But there are some that every year I love watching. Like, honestly, as it gets closer to Halloween, my favorite is Trick or Treat, which mm -hmm. they have announced that they're going to do a sequel to. And I'm pumped because I love that movie. But, but this is like the third time that they've announced that they're doing a sequel. Well, I'm fine with it. I'm three times just <laughs> excited. So whatever works, my dude. There you, you go. Know? Um, it's just, again, listen, there will be movies. People will be paid for them. Hello. You know, we we are getting it. Werewolf by Night in three days. Bam! Oh Anna. yeah, I didn't know it was coming that quick. Yeah, this, this, Anna, uh, I haven't seen any marketing for it. I think no, I just saw like a poster yeah, like well, two weeks ago. That was it. Well, Kyle, Kyle, if it if it's gonna be good, you can believe these three nerds <laughs> will market the fuck out of yeah. that. <laughs> okay. The, the trailer was phenomenal. It's yeah. there's a trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen the trailer. The trailer even has Swamp Thing in it. What? Yeah. No, not Swamp oh. Thing. Man Thing. Man, Man Thing. Man Thing. Man Thing. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna when we hang up, I'm gonna have to go look at this. Yeah, you yeah. have to YouTube uh, it. Uh, we could be getting a. Uh, it could be small. We could be getting a Midnight Suns just without Morbius. You know. <laughs> uh, let listen. The, the, this is the MCU. They have already confirmed a Ghost Rider. Okay? And now we get some Blade. 
Yeah. Vampires have popped up again in Marvel. I mean, uh, just the last episode of She-Hulk. Are we sure he was a vampire? Um, Yeah, I looked up. I wasn't. I I knew about the. uh, the, uh, the Taurus guy. I knew he was an existing character, but I looked it up. Though all those characters existed. Uh, yeah. The okay. guy with the sword. He's actually a mutant that sends bioelectrics through his sword. Um, Porcupine Man. I actually did remember him. And uh, and uh, uh, Sauron. I think his name was. He was apparently he was in the Blade series. Hmm. Interesting. Wait, wait, wait. Sauron, you mean the pterodactyl guy who wants to turn people? Into no, 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 no. This, <laughs> you, you're not up on the latest episode of She-Hulk. It's a, it's a vampire, and I could be butchering his name. Maybe it's Sauron yeah. or something, something to that okay, effect. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I, we I, get I, when we get okay. the psychic pterodactyl, then we've reached peak MCU. Oh, yeah. Man. And uh, well, Kyle, yeah, I mean, you you, you do man. know the news that the Deadpool news, right? Uh, with Hugh Jackman. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Love that one. I never thought we would see that ever. And the the possibilities of the different timeline versions of Wolverine is pretty exciting too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, It's it's really amusing because the Logan director was like, no, no, we're good. He still (laughs) died. Like this is probably someone else who knows, but we're good. Like calm down everyone. I'm excited too. And I, I just like, feel like I mean huge I mean that's a huge get, right? Yeah. But there's gonna be something that they're keeping close to the chest about that movie. You know, like how Juggernaut being in Deadpool 2 Deadpool 2 was, you know, nowhere in the marketing, I don't think, and then came out of nowhere. If Hugh Jackman's in this one, they're doing something crazy that they're not gonna tell us. Of course. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see oh, it. He still has that time traveling gadget, right? Yeah, absolutely. From the end of two. I think and cable stayed in their timeline, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he, yeah. he bounced around to go mess with the timeline, including getting yeah. rid of his uh, former version of himself. Yeah. And killing he, he, the Merc without a mouth. Well, also uh, got rid of himself uh, as he's reading the the, um, the Greenland script. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Canada. Is there any universe in which Cable fights Thanos? Like, how do we swing this all the way around? Oh, it's going to be a few yeah. years for that one, Kyle. Well, I'm maybe, thinking maybe another decade. They got they got sorry, a lot more I'm work sorry. to go through. I'm sorry, I, I just was doing some Doctor Strange scanning realities. It, it might be there, <laughs> but but it's I I I don't want to point to one because then one of member in this room will die, and <laughs> no, I don't want it to be me. So you know, you know, Kyle, would you I take it? Would you take an MCU property project? Yes. Yeah, even though they're yeah. notoriously hard on their staff. Um, it depends on what department you're in. I know, well, so Josh Turry, uh, Designs to Deceive, who did some of the prosthetics for us for Kumari, Kumari, um, he did basically any prosthetic you saw in Daredevil, 
um, Luke Cage, any of any of those mo- uh, shows, he was the he was the guy. Nice. So, like, when someone gets sliced in the chest with a sword, that's a prosthetic that he ran, you know, in his shop that day. And watching and hearing the stories from him, yeah, they're they're long days, but they they were not treated. Poor as poorly as I'm hearing, you know, the the effects artists were treated. Okay. The the CG guys. Um a lot of it because that stuff was so slapdash quick and you know, it's oh, we made a, a right hand slice wound when it needs to be a left hand slice wound, and it's just the continuity's not gonna line up. Um and as long as we're geeking out, um I did call him out on there's a black eye in the in Punisher that mm-hmm. looks really bad. And it was one day that he couldn't make it and somebody had to to do something. And then because of continuity, he had to do the exact same. So there's like two episodes of this black eye that doesn't look right because one person was just like phoned it in. Oh wow. And yeah. nobody nobody's gonna notice that but me. Right, right, right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, that's funny because you know we hear all the rumors, and and you know the you, you talk to the people every day. I not every day, but I you know I get my moments. I got to hold the molds for uh, not that I've watched the show, but Gotham. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, you know his little little penguin nose. You see, just it's oh, just yeah. the tiniest little prosthetic. It's just so cute. Very cool. Um, Gotham was really good up to a point. I've heard. I do need to go back and watch Leo? it at some point. Leo, let's yeah. not go there. Let's not go I there. <laughs> I think uh, Monahan did a great job listen, for his Joker. Where where there were things that were good, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much more time our guest has, and we still got to review our yeah. book and things. So let's not, Leo. Yeah. Don't take me down that rabbit hole, man. Yeah. Uh, just uh, really quick, uh, speaking of sword slashing, I finally saw Bullet Train. Holy shit, is that a good movie? Good. Yeah. And, and no. interestingly enough, a lot of the Deadpool uh, connections was there. Because uh, you had Zazzy Beats is in that. And, oh, yeah. Yep. Um, uh, of course, the star, and he was in Deadpool. He was the vanisher. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and then we, and then we, get a, we get a little cameo of Ryan in it, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. is Ryan Reynolds in Bullet Train? He has a cameo. Yeah, he has oh, a cameo. Little... Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, movie's friggin' phenomenal. I I highly recommend that. I, I thought it was pretty good too. We we just watched it as well. Yeah, nice. Um, it it felt a little uh, it felt kind of Quentin Tarantino ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I I definitely would just dig in the interpretation. Yeah. Okay. Well, can I? I'm gonna have to head out in a moment. Yep, that's fine. But I, I want to ask about a nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Um, does anybody remember a quickie little? I, I don't even. It, it wasn't X Men. It was maybe Gen X or something that uh-huh. I want to say Fox did back in the nineties. Yeah. Does anybody remember that show? Uh, I, I, I'm remembering the guy that yeah. stretched with that skin. Yeah. 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 Okay. Vaguely. Very vaguely. Yeah, I want to watch it. <laughs> I haven't, you know, it's been what thirty years. 
Yeah. And I cannot find it anywhere. So if anybody can find it, send it my way. Get decimated. Hey, Yo-Yo right. says he remembers it. Gen X. Was it Gen X? No, I, is that the name of it? Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I, I think it was something like that because remember they couldn't say X Men. Mm. I know everything is very loosely based. So they, you know, because again, around that time, Marvel was still going through some shit. So it was one of those like, hi, we want to make money, but we don't want to give up our characters. So, you know, it's kind of like how if we all remember how if we're talking nostalgia, we remember Birds of Prey and how well that did. <laughs> um, you know, you don't actually oh, see Generation X from 1996. Yeah, I mean, there was yeah, definitely yeah. a comic, but I haven't found the cartoon. No, no, no. Because I remember, because I, I remember seeing trailers of it when I was a kid, and even then, I was like, "What the hell's this?" Generation X. I was like, Are "These mutants." Thanks, what yeah. crap is this? I'm gonna have to dig into that. Okay. I, I, but, I'll do. Some, I'll do some digging for you. Yeah, let, listen, if anybody can find it, it's Leo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kyle, th thank you so much for your time tonight. And Thank uh, you guys for having me. About all your projects. Yeah. And uh, uh, like we said, uh, the links are above and down below. If you guys want to check out his Haunt or uh, the Get Decimated website, there's some really cool props and things that he's worked on before. I'm, I'm trying so hard to update things. It's just impossible right now with everything we have going on. Uh, right. And pictures I can story? share, pictures I can't, I never know. Listen, Kyle, Kyle, do yourself a favor, okay? You remember that thing we you talked about? Go do it. Go get some sleep, <laughs> please. Okay. So, uh, Kyle, where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Um, you know, Facebook and Instagram, I guess. Uh, I've done the TikTok thing when I have time, but um, really, I'd say I'd say Instagram and just bug me to post whatever I'm doing at that moment, and I'll just post it. <sighs> There you go. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, yeah, we got all his information showing us up above or down below. Kyle, thank you so much for your time cool. this, this evening. Thank you, everyone. And I hope to come back soon. Oh, totally. Yeah. We'll, we'll have you back. We'll do a Legion show. Awesome. Absolutely. Legion. Uh, I'll connect and you guys. My, uh, my fringe the joke. There you go. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Yeah, all, right. Bye. all right. He's an awesome dude. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, before we get into things, I just want to show these off really quick. A little show and tell. My uh, my local comic shop did a delivery for me. Uh, uh, he dropped off some stuff. What do you got? Oh. Yeah. That's gorgeous. yeah. Uh, so I had three on pre-order, but he only had two for me. So the... Uh, um, yeah, so I have the Ber Miho version. Nice. And... Uh, he knows I love Bermijo, so uh, uh, he got some extra covers in there for me. Nice. nice. So basically, Leo, if I find he's at a con, I need to let you know like immediately. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the coolest one is, hold on, let me find it. Oh, Action Comics. Bermijo did an Action Comics. Nice. And he has a new art book out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Rich, that's a fan right there. Yeah, man. Leo's empty in his pockets, boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I mean, you know, uh the uh Joe over at Sarge's comics, he knows I, I like his stuff. So whenever he sees like a a sure. special issue, um, he'll set it aside for me. 
Yeah, it's all right. You have a bird. Listen, you have a bird. Me, how bone narrow. We got that. Thank you. <laughs> you know. So, all right. So let's let's get with the time we have left because we're by the time we get finished this, we're gonna run in two hours, which are normal for our guests. So we can at least give deceased at least thirty minutes. So, um, this is a book that I recommended. I stumbled onto it uh, because I was doing an article about it for a Screen Rant, and I decided to read everything uh, leading up to it. And I got to say, I was very impressed with this book, um, which technically is kind of an Elseworld. Let's just call it true. An, an alternate reality in the DC universe is forever considered an Elseworld in my mind. Um, but I think the one thing we need to get out of the out of the bed, these are not zombies. No. Is, no. And they even clarify that in the book. These are not zombies. They look like zombies. They sound like zombies. They're looking to consume living entities like zombies, but they are not zombies. Well, now, Drew, since this story has come out a while, do you want to try to explain how the virus came to be yes. in this story? Essentially, everybody... Um, I'll give the Drew uh, uh, summary of this. So essentially, in one universe, Darkseid got so butthurt over Justice League whooping his ass that he decided that he was finally going to really take his obsession with the anti-life equation to another level. So he kidnaps Cyborg, forces his lead torturer, Desaad, to literally manipulate the situation with a mother box and cyborg's body to understand the anti-life equation, kidnaps the Black Racer, who is the new god's Grim Reaper, uses his body or blood or essence to essentially corrupt the anti-life equation and basically make Darkseid ground zero for a techno organic virus so this literally i mean by god man which I makes mean, people crazy and makes them want to like rip their own skin basically off. basically rich the difference between this is that we've seen that in zombie movies where the zombies after a time their flesh decomposes because they're not alive anymore so why not in this case the anti-life equation which is supposed to remove all free will from an entity and subjected to complete sub submission. This equation is so toxic, the host's body is literally ripping itself apart, trying to get it out of itself. Right. You know, and when it when it can't do that, it then wants to corrupt other living entities. Um, I chose this personally because it's the spooky season is upon us. But I wanted to do something different than just, hey, let's just read a, a, a zombie comic. I liked mm -hmm. that this encapsulates essentially a zombie story, but it's not one. And right. and, uh, and it, it, I think it is it's sort of interesting and original the way they went at it with that kind of origin and also the way that it spreads through the internet or any digital screen. And, and the thing what I liked about it is that since this is an alternate reality, you have the ability to take stories in directions that you wouldn't expect. And what I also liked is something that Tom Taylor, Tom Taylor, the art, the writer, pointed out: no one is safe. You know how you know how people are like, oh, Batman will be the first one to survive. He dies early on in this book. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, 
you see, and then you, you're allowed changes of things, you know, other, you, you're allowed to see characters take different directions. Now, um, this book has been out for a while, so I really don't want to spoil too much of anything, but there were some great moments here. Um, Damian Wayne has some great moments. Diana Lance has some wonderful moments. Um, I really enjoyed the next generation. Like I love Damian and Jonathan Kent. Their friendship here is so great. Um, there were some really great moments, but the thing that really stuck out to me wasn't just the story. The artwork for this was just fantastic. I mean, Trevor Hairsign um, is a great artist and he, he really draws these characters in a, in a truly terrifying way. I mean, they're just sickening to look at. And um, I believe the inker, uh, Stefano, um, I forget his last name, Guidis or something or something like that. Um, and I apologize if he somehow is listening to this. Uh, sir, I do apologize. Um, he was an inker for The Walking Dead. So he's got the chops for zombies. Okay. So, I mean, honestly, this book was great. Um, it really had a lot of ups and downs. There were some great moments. There were some quotable moments. I mean, there's, there was really something for everybody in this. And I thoroughly enjoyed the story. Um, this is my introduction to Tom Taylor. I mean, he's done great work since. Um, for those who may not know his name, he did a huge chunk of the Injustice comics that were tying into the video game, that little universe. He did a terrific run on the Suicide Squad. And besides Deceased, he's also he also did Marvel's Dark Ages. And uh, currently him and his, his constant partner, Bruno... Redondo are just tearing it up on Nightwing. So, I mean, this guy is just doing some great work. So, honestly, more yeah, power to him. Art's beautiful. So, the storyline was great. Uh, way darker ending. I don't want to ruin it, but not your typical uh, superhero conglomerate hero no, ending in any way. Absolutely not. And it was, it was just, it was great. Leo, what did you think? You know? I loved it. I, I've been putting this off for a while because I thought, eh, it's another zombie, you know, storyline, you know. Oh. It's, but knowing that it's not zombies and, and, you know, like you said, they make reference of that multiple times. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it was just extremely well written. I agree. The art is fabulous. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, just how all the characters interact and everybody has their own time in the limelight, even when it's, you know, somebody dying you know it's just uh just superb yeah and and, and the sadness it, it really is a real horror comic because there's really no one is safe everybody experiences a, tr a tragic loss in some way or another i mean you know and then what i also like is that there were definitely some really cool moments in the book um personally i have to give credit in terms of this book one of the best coolest moments uh, besides one that leo is about to show which i know is one of rich's favorites is a cool moment for cyborg when they're facing a, a giganta giganta an infected let's for because we don't want to say undead because they're not let's just say infected because it's true mm -hmm. it's infection when oh my god when cyborg takes this woman out i mean that just one page panel is beautiful yeah Bam, there it is and that is just some screensaver shit waiting to happen right there. That is a 
a cover photo. Like, holy yeah. crap. And that is the uh, stuff of nightmares for sure. Pretty much. But I got to say this, and I think you guys agree with me. One of the funniest ongoing jokes, Green Arrow. Green Arrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Era being so salty over Batman is is yeah. just... What there's there's no there's no way to kill me. What I I, I could I could be uh in, what did he say uh I, I I could take over the world. No, and I remember Black Canary was like, oh, are you mad that Batman didn't have some sort of post <laughs> Machiavellian plan to take you down? Maybe right, right. And then he ends up taking a big wig down at one point. He goes, see, see, look what I just did. Yeah, he did. He, he, oh, and he, Batman. He lists, he lists all of the things he just did. And he's just like at the end, fuck you, Batman. Yeah. And what was what was it? Uh hit a target over a mile with a uh headwind. Uh, yeah. yeah. Don't spoil oh, it. Oh, and there's even the thing with Scott Free at one point, which is a reference to his series where um he's like he, he talks about a veggie platter. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. So this Leo, what you're seeing here, that's one of the one shots. Um, um I've read it, Rich. I don't know if you got to read it um in the collection. It was really great. Um, no, I didn't read that one. But, but that one is basically you see what happens to Scott. Uh, Leo, don't show it to him if you haven't seen it. Okay, okay. Um, you, you haven't seen what happens to Scott, Big Barda. You also see what happens to to um, Ted Cord, Booster Gold, and a bunch of other people. It is just again all Tom Taylor. He well, wrote there was a, there was another one because um, I I listened to this on YouTube before I read it. Um, and at the end of it, it had a whole thing with um, uh, the sorcerer, uh, Constantine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. which, which uh, changed he, up the end of the storyline. And he plays a big role in future DC stories. So honestly, I, I got to say this to anybody. Please give this book a shot. I mean, there is so much. There are four volumes of it. The first one is what you're seeing here, Deceased. The second one is where you basically see the same story, but from the villain's standpoint, and it's really great. Um, and then the and then you also have the one shots and and other things that are kind of filling in other stories that happen within the DC storyline. Then you have the sequel, which I believe came out last year, which was um, DC's Dead Planet. Man, look at and that! Then, that is evil looking. Oof. Yeah, and then. Yes, these are these are the variants. So Leo, just pause this for a second. And then you have the current book right now, which is part three. And that's the end of Deceased. And Tom Taylor confirmed it was always a trilogy. This is the end. This one is big. We're talking like the whole universe big. So this here for everybody, uh, these gorgeous covers are by an artist. His name is Francesco Mattina. Uh, I've met him. He did a lot of great, he does a lot of great uh, artwork and stuff. Uh, I met him because he did a lot of variant covers for Spider-Man 2099, which, of course, we have yet to cover, but we will. Uh, these covers are for the variants, since this book did amazing, uh, these are called The Faces of Death. So this is zombified versions of classic DC characters. And honestly, they are just stunning to look at. I mean, just the horror angle alone, like Rich, like that could be a birthday card for you, <laughs> the joke where um and that harley is just terrifying yeah that is crazy looking is, yeah all right so now so now 
Rich, I would like to play a game with you. You are a horror movie fan. Uh, Leo, my God, man, you have the worst spoilers of any person. Why are you allowed a keyboard? Um, I would like to play a game with you here where mm-hmm. these are deceased movie uh, poster covers. So okay. essentially, I want you to see, we we're going to show you the variant cover. I want you to guess what the movie is. Okay. Okay. There are six of them. The artist, his name is Yasmin Putri. There's, so, there's three sets. So there's right. three of them. Well, that clearly yeah. we all we all float up in here. Right. So this is it. Right. The chapter one. Good. And also, so, yeah, that, the, that that's creepy to see them together like that. Yeah. It's like, and especially, and the thing that I really enjoy is that if you look through that. The balloon, you can still see the Joker smiling through that balloon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can. You know, awesome. which terrifying. So, next. Uh, Carrie? Is that your final answer? Uh, Would you like to phone a friend? <laughs> I do. Well, hold on a second. Ring, ring. Uh, yes, hello, Leo. We're on splash pages. Uh, this cover here. Do you by chance maybe have a, a record? Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. And is it? Yes, yes. it is. Nightmare. Click. Okay. Oh, it took me. Yeah. Took me a second. Took me a minute. I'm okay. sitting. I'm like analyzing. I'm analyzing. I'm like, I have oh, to be applause. Duh. Out of all uh, the ones that we've seen, this is my favorite. I mean, yeah. honestly, it is a gorgeous cover, and by God, that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, next i think uh so this is the last one i think this is going to be the the hardest no no there were three others there were six leo i, I sent you what yeah oh jeez. all right so there were six leo trust me i know okay, hold on hold on all right so, I have no so, idea what this is this is a little obscure so I, I i won't fault you if you don't know this one but it's yeah. not really obscure. It's. I just feel like it's not as big as some of the ones we'll see. Yeah, but it is part of a a very large franchise. Is it for, is it yes. one of the Frankenstein movies? No, no. You have two more guesses. It's very. Uh, it, I I will give you a hint, Rich. It has a religious. It has a religious theme to it. Do you give up? Yeah, I do. All right. It is Leo. Ah, the nun. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that one. But you got to admit, though, like. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when I, when you see them together, absolutely. There is, there's no question. Yeah. So there are three more, but somebody, despite me sending them away at end time. Mm-hmm. Well, he's probably checking his messages as we speak. Well, he's, he responded to all my messages about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I okay. So I didn't see the original covers, though. Well, no, I, I definitely know those images were there too. They kill, so, I yeah, no, no, they kill so fast, you won't have time to scream. Okay. Now, the one I would say that this is based these this is an obscure monster movie. It's a kind of monster movie, and it it spun out of a popular. Spielberg monster movie. It's not okay. Monkey Shines. It's not. Mo- what the hell is that? I don't know. It's an old horror movie. I remember. No, 
You, it, it, they're very small but lethal creatures. Critters? Yes. Leo? They eat so fast you won't have time to scream. Yes. Oh, that one go. was a little weird to me. Um, there are, are there two more, I think. Right, Leo? There's two more. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, well, I just ruined it. <laughs> just show him a cover. Hold on. <laughs> he's working on it. Hey, he's, he's just back, you know? <laughs> that. Yeah. A DC, that's a Final Destination Teen Titans cover. That was awesome. Okay, hold so, on. There is, one, there is one more, uh, Rich. And uh, this is also a tie-in to a popular franchise, I think. Right, Leo? Uh, yeah, hold on. I'm trying. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, so. Tied into actually one of the franchises that was already shown. What do you think, Rich? Hmm. Oh, we just got her on the bottom and then the top. Mm-hmm. Which again, look at I mean the I mean just great. It it is I, I would say this is equally obscure. Yeah, this and the nun are very obscure. I don't know yeah, I don't know. You got you got me again. This is this is tough. Leo Show. Yeah, I, I've never even heard of that movie. Lorona? La yeah. La Lorona? The Curse of La Lorona. Uh, yeah, that, that's part of the uh, Conjuring, Conjuring franchise, right? Same as the Nun. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the, that's the joke is at the beginning, at the top, they're like, that's what they reference to, like from the producers of the DC universe. I was like, wow. Like the attention to detail. And it's funny because they continued that with the other DCs, but they didn't do horror. They just did like popular covers and stuff. So Ooh, there, there was another one. Yeah. So basically with the Unkillables, they did that with like certain superhero, like certain other movies. And with Dead Planet, they did it with sci-fi covers. Yes. There you go. Like uh, th this is for the one shots. So you had mm -hmm. the that. Yeah, I think that's the the last one they have in here. Yeah, that was for the the one shot that you had part of the collection. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at them; they're just gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, that was for the one shot, which is, as you know, that's the the haunting. Yeah, this, uh, this, this, this series one hundred percent was perfect for Shocktober. Yes. So, uh, thank you, Leo. I, I'm sorry, I, I didn't no, really no, care no. to watch that, so I'm not a big fan of the Conjuring. Um, really. Yeah, I, 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 some there's some ghost story movies that just don't really move me. Um, I think it's also because I kind of, to be quite honest, the Warrens kind of annoy me, a little bit. So, I don't know, but most a lot of well publicized spiritual investigators bug me, because why? But whatever. But back to my point, I thought this was a great read. I, I really do hope that you guys. Um, after tonight, do continue reading more of it because it's a great, great read. Leo, you're meaning to yeah. do it. So, you know, hey. But I definitely recommend it's a good read for this season. And honestly, if anybody is interested, please, there's more than enough to go around. 
Well, yeah, uh, uh, deceased and death metal. I've been holding off on reading both of those, and it's just you know, without knowing too much about it, it it's it was really off-putting. Like especially with deceased, thinking it was just another you know zombie, you know type of movie but, or, or show. But, well, or I definitely feel that watching reading deceased, you'll get through a lot quicker than if you were to do death metal because death metal had a lot of tie-ins. Yeah. yeah. I know you're not going to read all of them, but it's, it's a big storyline. Like even I've been putting that off. Yeah. So I totally get it. So trust me, read DC, save that for the next year. Death yeah. Metal. Death metal. If, you, if, if you had to rate this one, what do you think you would rate it? You know, honestly, I'm 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 giving it I'm giving it four dark sides. Like I actually four and a half. Because again, I, I very rarely give a perfect <clears throat> score. This is really close. This was a really well done book. And again, I love when it the care the the people work so well in tandem. Like Tom and his creators. They're always working great, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I and I, this is one of the rare things where I, I recommend the whole universe because this story is literally been written by one person, and it's been excellent the entire thing. There is not a single story I've read in it that I felt this was a throwaway. Everything was stupendous, and honestly, if you guys thought the twists and turns with this one is good, I mean. Unkillables, DC's two, um, the one shot we just saw, nobody is safe, and the twists are fantastic. Like, right. So, I'm I'm giving it four and a half. Nice. Four and a half. I don't know what what we're gonna call it. You know what? Four and a half dead planets. There you go. There you go. What do you think, Leo? I'm gonna go the same. Four and a half. Yeah. All yeah. right. What about you, Rich? Um, I'm going to go just a hair under you guys with four and a quarter. Um, I, I, I think, uh, even though it was an interesting story, it still felt a little disposable and I didn't feel like it, even when some of the, 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 the larger characters were passed, passed on, I I didn't really feel that heart pull. Um, so that's why it's just a little bit lower for me. Okay. But still a good read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I did want to mention, have either of you guys checked out Andor yet? I, tr- I went, I when saw the first episode and I thought it was tremendously boring and I have not gone on to the second yet. Um, unfortunately I've watched, uh, all three episodes so far. Okay. You and say unfortunately, it, so that sounds like it doesn't get much better. It, it, so if they didn't release episodes one and two, did they release two or three? They released three, I think. So I've already seen the... the first one. Okay, so I think I just watched the fourth. Okay. I think. Um, if they didn't do that, release multiple issue or uh, um, episodes at once, I would have stopped after the first one. But since the second one was right there, I, I you know, I watched both of those, and I think, uh, yeah, it, it's. It got a little better, but it, it's very slow, very drawn out. It, yeah. It's it's a spy thriller, you know. It, it's it's very slow. That's what it is, yeah. You checked it out, Drew? No, honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, I just said honestly, so I I'm good on my Star Wars. I'm just gonna wait 
until Mandalorian season three comes out. Yeah, that you know, I, I, that or Ashoka, whichever one comes out first, mm-hmm. like those two are the ones on my radar with Star Wars. Beyond that, I'm good, man. Like, I, I applaud the the people wanting to fill in the gaps in the history and tell different stories from the Star Wars universe. If they're done well, I'm all for it. But I just feel that this patch around, I don't know. I just feel that there's there's something missing in some of the Star Wars. I, I feel like I don't feel, just like Rich, you didn't feel that heart pull. I didn't feel that excitement. Like mm-hmm. I felt every episode of Mandalorian. Right. You know, and I know that's not fair to compare things because you can't always capture lightning in a bottle more than once. Sure. But, but I just didn't, yeah, like when Andor happened, I was like, I was like, oh, cool, more Star Wars. Like, why? Why do we need this? Right. Because because I I was actually I really enjoyed the animated Bad Batch. Um, yeah, so. Bad Batch was really good, but this here it, it's so. What I said was it's it's just it's a spy. It's not even a thriller, you know. It's just, like know. the last episode uh, and spoilers, but um. Leo, let's call it what it is, a spy filler. A spy filler, yeah. But I, I just wanted to point one thing out where they're tying it into, you know, the rest of the storylines. We have uh, Mon Mothma, where she's a senator, and, you know, she's trying to get a message to, I mean, it's not to rebellion yet, but it's, uh, you know, she she's kind of sneaking around, and there's, like, she's in the middle of, you know, Imperial City, you know? Um, and like there's not spies, but what's that? Leo, Leo, relax, man. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. You need to calm down. Relax. Show that senator some respect. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't care. But but in general, it's 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 not a great experience. No, no, it's not. I yeah, I doubt I'll continue it. But if 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 I have a lunch break to kill, maybe I will. Right. Who 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 are we kidding, Leo? We know you're gonna finish it. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> no, I, you, know what, you know what? My bet is he actually he actually puts up some boundaries and says, nah. I, I'm betting on on boundary, Leo. Okay. Well, on, on, on... I, I I've seen Leo and um I've met Leo and Leo has promised his wife many times to cut down on toy buying. He knows no boundaries. You know I what, Leo? Have, I, not when it comes to toys. Being a nerd. I agree with Rich about the toys, but I'm rooting for you, buddy. I think oh, if you, you don't like it, you can stop at any time. It's the same thing. Like if you don't like what you're reading in a book, you don't pick up that next issue oh, because yeah. you're not going to do that. Oh, it'll get better. <laughs> I did cancel all my uh, my uh, Transformers uh, pre-orders. Hey, Jabo, how's it going? There you go. He says, "Did hey, somebody say toys?" <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I was. I like how, as you said that, he was like, "Me? Who? Did someone call my name?" <laughs> he, he just genied. He was like, "What? What's up? Hi." Uh, so yeah, I, I canceled my pre-orders. Uh, I was gonna collect the the new Menasaur, um, the Stunticons, and I decided not to. I, I, I right. yeah. Good yeah, boy, Leo. Leo, Leo very proud because... of you. My Leo, first step, because Leo, you realize if you didn't that your wife was going to become a menasaur. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And Leo, then one, one day at a time, Leo. One day at a time. Well, I know. I, then, I, just, I just had to uh, replace a hard drive in Pluther, so it's uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I had to make a balance. Yeah. Leo, I, I enjoy your home life as Cybertron. I don't want you to flee to the other world of the guest room or the couch. <laughs> so let's avoid that destruction of Cybertron and let's just keep the planet united. Sounds okay? good. Let's not make your, let's not turn your wife into Omnicron, okay? Can we just no. let's avoid that? So and if you ever tell her I compared her to all that, I will deny and say her husband is a filthy liar. <laughs> well, and, well, and on that note, we're coming into two hours. So yeah. we're gonna wrap this baby up. Uh, uh, Jabo says, uh, "Trust me, the Hasbro Pulse Con that happened this weekend, it was insane. I saw all the anoint uh, announcements. Um, uh, Sepentor. Oh, um, I, I didn't. Jabo, I didn't don't do this to him. This is not the Sopranos. We just <laughs> pulled him out. You're not supposed to pull him back in." Like, but actually, so uh, just real quick, um, <laughs> uh, McFarlane, I, I think he adjusted some of his prices. That was in the news. We'll talk about that more next week. Uh, but, you know, we'll wrap things up. Uh, my name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. We got a ton of shows on the network. A lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. So we'll head on over to thedorkening.com, which you can follow, find all the latest episodes of everything right there. Drew! Yeah, I have nothing more to say. This is a good show. You can look me up on social media or other places. Um, it's a spooky season, so get your apple cider, get your pumpkin spice, get your horror movie marathon on, work on your costumes. Oh, and for those attending this weekend, Enjoy New York Comic Con because we at Splash Pages will not be there nope. because life. Yep, exactly. In uh, Velvet. Hey, it's me. And you can find me on the gram at Velvet Joker 2021, or you can find me on the TikTok at Velvet Joker 1, or you can find me here every Tuesday on the award winning Splash Pages, a comic book club podcast. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Jabo says, love you, Drew. And uh, night, guys, we need to do a show about toys. You know, uh, Jabo, oh. let us know, what, you know if you're free one night. Maybe we'll do a uh, segment. Jabo is the dorkening toy guy. A toy-themed oh, yeah. show. Is that what you guys do? Are you looking for a toy-themed show? Let us know. Bye. 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 Good night.